Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Dawn and I, we are in the Word of God. We're still under that series, God Power and Willpower, but we are talking about uh, habitually, how to habitually live and behave and newness of life. Yes, sign me up. Yes, sign me up. <laughs> so in Romans chapter 5, I'm actually going to start with that last verse or the last two. Verse 20, and then we'll move forward. And this is the Amplified. Where sin increased and abounded, grace, God's unmerited favor, has surpassed it and increased the more and superabounded. I don't care if it is the worst. You think this is you are the worst sinner ever in all of the world that's ever been born, and you feel like there is no redemption for you. There's no way that you can be changed. There's no way you can be set free. Let me read this again. But where sin increased and abounded, grace, unmerited favor, has surpassed it and increased the more and superabounded. Hallelujah. That, again. that is Romans chapter 5, verse 20 in the Amplified. Verse 21. So that just as sin has reigned in death, so grace is unearned. And undeserved favor. You need to get that. It's unearned and it's undeserved. Might reign also. What? Grace. Might reign also through righteousness. Right standing with God. Which issues in eternal life through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, our Lord. It comes through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. That's where your power is to be free. Jesus is the word. When you read the word, there's power in it to set you free. When you pray, it engages with heaven and it, it, it helps you and to walk it out and live it out. We want it. We're talking about beginning to live in that new life, right? In verse uh, chapter six, verse one, it says, what shall we say to all this? Are we to remain in sin in order that God's grace, favor and mercy may multiply and overflow? By no means. No, certainly <laughs> not, it says in the Amplified. How can we who died to sin live in it any longer? Now, what does that mean, it died to sin? When Jesus Christ died and raised up, he, he died as us. And just like when you go under the water in baptism, water baptism, and you are immersed under that water, it's a picture of you going under and the old life, the old lifestyle, the sin going under, and you raised up to new life into the, uh, you come forth as a new person. It's a, it's symbolic mm -hmm. of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. You being buried with Christ and, yeah, come, and being yeah, resurrected. Yeah. Your <laughs> sins was buried with him and you were resurrected <laughs> in a newness of life. life. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. It's a spiritual thing that comes over into the natural, that you can live out in the natural. And it's not just for when you get to heaven. <laughs> It's not just for then. Thank it's for Father. right now. <laughs> he knew we were going to need help here, right? So what shall we say to all this? Are we to remain in sin in order that God's grace, favor, and mercy may multiply and overflow? Certainly not. How can we who died to sin live in it any longer? That's a good word there. I don't have to live in it any longer. I don't have to. Praise God. In verse 3, it says, Are you ignorant of the fact that all of us who have been baptized into 
Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were baptized into Christ's death. In other words, it was as if we died. Right. He died in our place. He took the cup he of took, anger against mm-hmm. uh, God's wrath against us. Sin. Yeah. Sin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the wrath of the fury of God that was poured out against sin. Jesus drank that whole thing down for us. He took the wrath of sin, the wages and the penalty of our sin for all mankind. I think it's a good thing once in a while to just say, thank you, Jesus, that you took that penalty for me. Yeah. Just remind yourself that you took all the wrath of God that I deserved. Amen. For me. Yeah. I don't have to receive that. I don't have to be a part of that. You already did it. I died with you and I'm alive to you in your newness now. Mm -hmm. And it means that you are dead to the sin nature. Right. Right? Oh my, that is life altering. Especially if you have that one particular thing that is like, "Mm, I've got to stop doing that. I don't want to do that anymore, Lord. And you try, you know, you try to grit it out. You try to willpower it. You know, that's why we're talking about God power and willpower. You know, I'm going to change this thing. I'm going to fix this. And then next thing you know, you're broken again. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't fix, right? But, but if you call on the power of God mm-hmm. and the grace of God mm-hmm. and ask him to help you with it. Yes. And appropriate, appropriate, it. appropriate the, the power that Jesus shed, appropriate the death that he died in our place, robbing sin of its power. And the principle of sin no longer has the right to rule in your life, but sometimes we allow it. It's kind of like having somebody trespassing on your land that you don't make leave, mm-hmm. right? The, you have the right. You ha- I mean, you legally, you can make them leave, but you're allowing. You have the authority to make them leave, and we have been delivered from the sin nature. That just gives me a picture of that no trespassing sign. Mm-hmm. If it's posted, you know, they know not to come. Well, guess what? God gave us no trespassing signs in the Word. Yeah. He gave us the Scriptures. Mm-hmm. Those are our signs. So when the enemy comes up with temptation and you uh, quote a scripture, quote something to, uh, for whatever that uh, situation is, for instance, there's no, uh, no temptation that comes to man that you, uh, such as is such, common. Such as the common that you don't provide a way of escape mm-hmm. for, Father. Right. So if temptation comes and I can say that, that's my no trespassing sign. Devil? Nope. That's my no trespassing sign. See it? There's no temptation that God has not provided a way of escape for, for me. Yeah. And, or it has right. no power over me yeah. because of your word or whatever, whatever promise, whatever scripture you need in that situation. Yeah. That's your no trespassing. Sign. Right. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. Thank God. And the power to not trespa- trespass. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm going to obey that sign. That's for my good. Mm-hmm. I am getting off of this property. I am not going to dwell here, live here. Right. It's a two way thing. Right. Right. The devil doesn't have an uh, opportunity that way to, to tempt you. He doesn't mm-hmm. have the power to keep you in that temptation, and you have the power to Just say, say no. no. Yeah. So it's a two-way no yeah. trespassing sign. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, you know, my my hope is, and prayer is that people will take hope, and, and that are struggling with some things right now, uh, things that are much deeper than a New Year's resolution, things that maybe be destroying destroying your your body destroying your mind, destroying your marriage, your children, uh, whatever it is, or things that are just a nuisance. <laughs> Have, I want you to take hope mm-hmm. in this, 
Now, and when it says that, know you not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. So when Christ died on the cross, my um, commentary says, in the mind of God, we died with him. Hallelujah. In other words, he became our substitute and our identification with him in his death, okay, gives us all the benefit for which he died. Thank you, Father. The idea is that he died, he did it all for us. So we want to appropriate all of the benefits that Christ died for. And not, I think in one of the programs I talked about how that someone bought you this absolutely gorgeous mansion, but you only make it to the foyer in the living room because you feel uh, it's so beautiful. You don't want to see what's in the rest of it. You're just like, oh, we're taken with this. And then you, well, I'm not, maybe I'm not worthy to have all the rest. Uh, I, that's way too much for me. Mm -hmm. And we kind of lag back, right? We're the guy, the person that bought it for you says, here's the keys. It's all yours. All the pantries are stocked. All the linens are here. Any, all the dishes, anything that you need, all the bedding, it's all here. And it's beautifully decorated. Here it is. But yet we hang back in just one area. Instead of uh, acknowledging, taking full possession, taking full possession and acknowledging and, and uh, honoring the total gift that was given to you, We'd maybe just, okay, well, I know I'm going to heaven. <laughs> Where Christ is saying, look what all I did. There's a better way for you here and now, right now on this earth. There's a better way. Here it is. And here's how to walk it out. I mean, it's, he, he saves us and are, we're positionally seated with Christ. But there's that also that change so that we experience who we already are positionally. You know, and it's powerful. So he, in the mind of God, we died. He became our substitute. Jesus uh, became our substitute and our identifications with him. And in his death, he gives us all the benefits over which he died. The idea is that he did it all for us. Now, in verse four, we were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death. So that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the father, so we too might habitually live and behave in newness of life. So not only did we die with him, but we were buried with him as well, which means that all the sin, all the sin and transgression of the past, get that, all the sins and all your transgressions of the past were buried when they put Jesus Christ in the tomb. They put all of our sin into that tomb too. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They put all of my sin into that tomb with Christ. Mm -hmm. Man. So Woo! that you could choose newness of yeah. life. I mean, this is a choice here. It is. Yeah. Right. You have to choose whether to appropriate the grace mm -hmm. and, and, and the power and what God did. Yeah. To walk habitually. To walk habitually in newness of in life. In newness of life. We died with him. We were buried with him. And his resurrection was our resurrection. And I've walked habitually in other things. Yeah. Haven't we all? It didn't, it didn't produce any good fruit for me. Yeah. So I want to produce good fruit. I yeah. want to see what God had planned for me. I want to walk out what he meant for me to have and do and be. Right. And the only way I'm going to do that is to habitually yeah. walk yeah. in newness of life. And 
there's that power to walk free. Don't settle. Don't settle for a lifestyle of continued sin when you don't have to. And the just the 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 things that comes with that, you know? Don't settle for that. There's so much more. So we, we have to realize that we die with him, we were buried with him, and his resurrection was our resurrection to newness of life. Don't just say, well, I'm going to go to heaven and, and, and that's it. No, bring heaven into your, or into your life right now. Walk in conjunction and alignment with all that Christ did. Let's honor the whole sacrifice. You know, the beating, the bleeding, the being rejected, you know, having been someone that was so uh, full of rejection and fear in my life for a long time. I can tell you just the fact that Jesus Christ was rejected and he paid the price so I don't have to live with that spirit of rejection attached to me. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That that walking in rejection and fear and depression. I'm telling you there. Um. My mother was, you know, she walked in depression for a long time. And that was something that tried to get a hold of me. But praise God. You know what got a hold of me? The grace of God. Uh, the, he, he, the power in the name of the Jesus. Love of the love of God, <laughs> you know. And he let me know when that, those things would try to come upon me and I'd start to feel that trying to suck me in. I could cry out to God. And I declare I am set free from the law of sin and death. For the law of the Spirit in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law. The law of the Spirit has made me free from the law of sin and death. Mm -hmm. And I could cry out, sin shall no longer have dominion over me. I break off that attack and assignment of depression and rejection and fear off of me. In the name of Jesus. And, and you know, and just that, and cancel the assignment. And and then to, to be able to walk free from it. To realize, and every great once in a while, Every great one's a, a, it's like I could feel like a depression trying to settle over me. And I was like, oh, wait, that's familiar. Mm -hmm. And I'm not having it. In the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. you have to go. I don't care how it look, what it looks like right now in my life. I do, I am not going to, I'm not taking that on. Uh-uh. I'm Christ. I'm him. I'm in him, in him. And I've been buried within. I've been raised to newness of life. I don't have to behave like that. I don't have to live like that. I don't have to suffer under that anymore. Praise God. Those of you that suffer with depression, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. Uh, you don't have to live that way. Praise no. the Lord. There's joy instead. Amen. <laughs> so we, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, so we too might habitually live and behave in newness of life. I want to habitually live and behave in newness of life. You know, um, we did a program here a while back out of Romans 12, 1 and 2, I think it is. I get Romans 12, 1 and 2 and in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 mixed up. Present your bodies, therefore, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, right? Which is your reasonable service. Well, how you do that? How do you, how do you, how do you present yourself? How, how do you walk free from that sin? How do you begin to walk into that newness of life? And so last time I brought up a, well, first Crazy. step is salvation. Yeah, way. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just as we were talking about earlier, is salvation. And in fact, if you've not accepted Christ as your Savior, this is the best time to do it right now. Today is the day of salvation. Just invite Jesus Christ into your life. Say, Lord, I come to you right now. I believe that you are the Son of the living God. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you were buried and you were raised again. 
I confess my sins. Forgive me and wash me and change me. Be the Lord of my life. I give you all my past, my present, and my future. I'm yours, Lord. Change me. I accept you now as my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that, call our prayer line, 866-241-0579. They want to rejoice with you and send you out some scriptures that will help you. So praise God that we are able, first step is salvation. But I talked about here in the last few remaining minutes, we're going to go over this again. Last time about one time that my car died, right? I mean, just, I mean, one time I got in it to drive it and it was fine. The next time I got in, it wouldn't turn over. It wouldn't do anything, nothing. I mean, nothing. And I needed a new battery. It wouldn't go anywhere until it had a new power source. There was no power. That old battery had to be done away with. And that old, in other words, that old covenant and the dispensation of law that only pointed out the sin, but didn't give you the power to be set You're free from the sin. Parallel battery with, with the that word. Bell, oh, yeah. <laughs> with what God works uh-huh. and the works of the flesh, because uh-huh. it was a works, more of a works base, because you you know there wasn't the the power of the Holy Spirit and and um, Jesus Christ hadn't died yet, right? And so you know, do not kill, do not steal, do not hate, do not, do not. And it was pointing out God's righteous neighbor na- uh, nature and our moral ethical code, with no power to do it, but you tried. You know, um, but I had a new battery installed. Okay. One that, ha- uh, say, for instance, like our new battery, I'm going to liken that to the New Testament, the new covenant, uh, the, the grace of God that forgives and cleanses and sets you free from sin. And it's a lifetime warranty. Let's say I had got a battery that had a lifetime warranty. Right. It's guaranteed. Your car is not going to need that. Now, if they had come along and they'd have brought me an alternator, I'd call AAA. If they'd have brought me an alternator, that would not help. You know, if they changed out my transmission, that would not help. My engine, that would not help. Change the tires, that would not help. New brakes, not going to do a thing. I had to have a complete new power source. I had to be hooked up <laughs> to a new power source. And so we have to be hooked up to Jesus. Yes, hooked up to Jesus. <laughs> and and so here's what I had to do, Don. When they put the new battery in it, they said, get in and start it up. I had to just accept that they knew what they were doing. Because trust me, you don't want me working on your car. <laughs> don't ever allow me to work on your car. So I had to just get in and turn the key on and drive the vehicle. I just had to believe that they knew the remedy for my car. Mm-hmm. And by faith, a childlike faith, turn the key. Well, whenever you begin to, and I was able to go, right? Go to my destination and get home. I was able to get in there, um, believe it, receive it, and allow it to do the work. The battery did the work. I couldn't believe me. I couldn't have pushed that car a block. Not, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to push that car anywhere, not even a foot by myself. But sometimes we try to push the car by our works. We're going to do it by our willpower. I'm going to be set free. I am never going to. I'm not going to be uh, cursing four-letter words every time I turn around. I'm not, not going to eat like that. I'm not going to eat like that. I'm True. not going to watch that on TV. I'm not going to go to those websites. Uh, I'm not going to drink that anymore. I'm not going to 
take that and uh, do those drugs. I'm just not. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna fix it. This time I'm really I'm gonna, gonna do it. Not gonna have negative thoughts. Right. I'm not gonna <laughs> have negative thoughts. This time I'm gonna. I'm not gonna treat my family like that anymore. I'm just. I'm not. And then next thing you know, you forget and you sink back into it. But see, whenever you realize there's a new power source, it's not by works, it's by grace. For by grace you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand. Hallelujah. So I had to get in. I had to enjoy the fruit of the work of that AAA person that brought the battery. He knew what I needed. The father knew what I needed. He sent the son and Which he's the, the power source. source. He <laughs> is the source. He is the source. And I was able to get in and drive to my desired destination on the highway of holiness is what in Isaiah talks about. And a highway shall be there and a road. It should be called the highway of holiness. And you're able to then walk in that holiness and the newness of life. But it's that childlike faith. Okay, Lord, your word says. Sin shall no longer have dominion over me. It's no longer going to have dominion over me. So I'm, Lord, I present this habit to you. And when you feel like giving in to that habit again, whatever it may be, or that addiction, you declare sin shall no longer have dominion over me in the name of Jesus. I declare right now I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me in the name of Jesus. I'm free. I'm delivered. See, Christ is the source. The cross is the means. And then the resurrection provides the power and the enablement to walk it out. Christ is the source. Cross is the means. The resurrection is that newness and enablement of the power and the grace of God. Well, that's also where your sin was nailed to. Yeah. It was nailed to the cross. Hallelujah. Everything that was ever written against us, everything that we deserve to have happen, whew, Jesus Christ took it all. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Well, we are coming down to the end of this program, and I just want to just pray for you. Father, I just pray for those that, Lord, maybe are struggling with specific things right now, and they feel so inadequate, and they, they feel, they're afraid to even try again. They feel so uh, discouraged and condemned. They're, they're afraid to even... Uh, Put their faith out there again. Father, I just declare right now, Lord, new strength, new faith, that it'd be stirred up in them, new power. And in the name of Jesus, I come in agreement with you and I take authority over and bind up and cancel the, the generational curses and iniquities and transgressions uh, and trespasses in your blood lineage. And in the name of Jesus, because you are in Christ, you have a new bloodline that is infused through you and your generations that, uh, coming after you in the name of Jesus. And right now I declare freedom for you that sin shall no longer exert dominion over you in the name of Jesus. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. No weapon that, a form, that is formed against you shall prosper. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power, spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, calm, well-balanced, disciplined, mind and self-control in the name of Jesus. You have newness of life. I declare over you that you, through the glorious power of Christ and of the Father, you will habitually live and behave in newness of life. I declare right now, release to you. I just shift into and move into that 
uh, newness, that habitual living and behaving and newness of life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen, if you need prayer, call our prayer line 866-241-0579. We'd love to hear from you. Also, uh, go to our website at lueda.org and appropriate, make yourself available to all the free resources and teaching from our previous radio podcast, as well as our Be Free television programs. And uh, that, that would be wonderful. I believe it would minister to you. We're about building the kingdom of God, not ours. Also, if you want to give, help us uh, it continue preaching on TV and radio, as well as in person and different things we're doing and putting on these fire and glory nights and conferences. You can do that at Lueda.org, or you can also do it through our prayer line at 866-241-0579. If you want to give specifically to mine and Don's Kenya trip uh, coming up in May, that would be very helpful. I'm going to be preaching and teaching to pastors who will take it back to their church and to the women. So God bless you. I'm glad you joined us today. We'll see you next time.